0: Hey, welcome to Claim the Stage. This is part 2 of the mini course, part 2 of 3. I hope you enjoyed part 1 where we covered some of the basics of figuring out your brand and how to determine your speaking path. If you haven't listened to that part yet, I would I would recommend starting there because it does give you the the first couple steps and then today we're going to build upon that. So In today's mini course, The Top 5 Secrets to Becoming a Paid Speaker, what we're going to talk about is the tools to be seen as an expert by others. And this is a huge part of becoming a successful speaker. Credibility, reputation, visibility, all matters, right? It's all about how people see you. It's all about perception. So... We're going to talk about some of those elements in there today. We're also going to talk about strategies to pitch yourself as the perfect person for the gig. And if you're not good at pitching, if you don't like pitching, if you feel like it's this mysterious art, hopefully today I can give you some tips that will help make it a little easier and less scary and way more effective. And the last thing we're going to talk about is why you don't want to be everywhere and how to share your expertise with the right people. If I just had this one piece of information about not being everywhere, I probably would not have woke up every morning when I was starting out thinking, is everyone this exhausted? Is it just me? (laughs) <laughs> I probably would have uh, slept a little more and maybe moved things along a little faster. So, if you, if something you hear in the mini series gets you excited about continuing down this road of professional speaking, I have a six-module online course called Speaking School for Women, and one of my goals of creating this mini course is. You know, to give you information about how you go from doing free speaking gigs or no speaking gigs to becoming a professional speaker. And the second goal is to help you determine whether or not speaking school is for you. So hopefully I can accomplish both of those goals for you. Um, Speaking school comes back on March 6th. And it, there's going to be all kinds of bonuses and special things happening. Like if you, if you enroll on March 6th, and if you're one of the first 15 people, you get a free 60-minute speechcraft craft session with me. It's going to be super fun. So <laughs> you can learn more about that course at speakersisterhood.thinkit. You can learn more about that course at speakersisterhood.thinkithic.com. So if you're excited about the mini course and you're ready to get started, you might want to grab a pen. There's a lot of stuff in here. And we will get started. Hey, welcome back to video number two of the top five secrets to becoming a paid speaker. I hope video number one was helpful for you. If it created more questions than answers, that is okay because those questions will be answered in speaking school. If it created more fear or anxiety or worry about doing it right or what, what are you going to talk about, that's okay too. Uh, I provide coaching and I provide questions and answer periods in the Facebook group and an opportunity to get a lot of that stuff figured out together. So if you're really considering this path for yourself as a paid professional speaker and you're feeling overwhelmed by a lot of it, that's totally normal. <laughs> it is a lot to figure out and we're going to be okay and we can figure it out as a team. So. Today's video is all about the secrets to being seen as an expert and how to pitch yourself so that companies find you irresistible. And these are some really important tips I'm gonna share with you today. And the things we're gonna talk about are things that people often get wrong, very wrong. And a lot of the advice I'm gonna share with you Goes hand in hand with the advice I gave in my career coaching business for years because building a speaking business is so similar to building your career. Here's what we're going to talk about today how to be seen as an expert by others, how to pitch yourself as the perfect person for the gig, and why you don't want to be everywhere, and how to share your expertise with the right people. Let's start with how to be seen as an expert by others. I've been featured on a lot of huge media outlets like Forbes, Entrepreneur, Huffington Post, and so many others. And I'm often asked by new speakers, how did you do that? I wanna build that credibility through media exposure too. And in Speaking School for Women, we map out all of the different steps I took to get featured on those websites and on TV and in newspapers and on the radio and on other people's podcasts. And we're gonna go really deep into that because that is a huge part of building your brand. But what I want to talk about here today that has to do with building your, your expertise and being seen as an expert is the content you create. I think there's a belief out there that when you're starting a business, you have to spend like 90% of your time on marketing. And this is what stops so many people from getting started because they think, oh my God, I have to start a podcast. I have to start a blog. I have to have a website. I have to be on every social media platform. I have to sign up for every networking group. (laughs) Just saying that makes me want to hyperventilate. And I want to just be here to say, you don't have to be everywhere. Does that feel good? I want to give you permission to not be everywhere because, in fact, it's similar to the advice I gave you in the last video. When you try to be everywhere, it's hard to build traction because you're you're kind of going like this instead of going like this. And you want to show up in a place consistently so people know what to expect from you. I see a lot of people start a blog and they post a blog and then six months go by and they haven't posted anything. And on the other side, I've I've met people who were so excited to start a podcast and they got all the equipment and they got themselves set up on iTunes and they built a name and they launched their first two or three episodes and then crickets. You don't hear from them again. And the reason for that is because they're trying to do too much. So the piece of advice I want to give you to be seen as an expert is to pick one place to show up and show up there consistently and commit to it. And the way to pick the place or the thing to do is to think about what you like doing. If you don't like writing, don't start a blog. (laughs) You're never gonna look forward to it and you're gonna constantly procrastinate on it. I used to have a blog and I love to write, so it was something I always looked forward to doing. But when I started Speaker Sisterhood and Speaking School, I thought, it probably makes more sense to have a podcast now because we're talking about public speaking and podcasting is a form of speaking, so I switched over to podcasting, and it was really scary in the beginning, and I felt like I was horrible at it, and I didn't really know how to interview people, and you can go and listen to those episodes. I don't recommend it, but (laughs) you'll get to see that I I was building something, and I was learning, and I was getting comfortable with it as I went, and I've developed a real love for podcasting. I've now got over 100 episodes, and I just... I enjoy the process of finding guests, interviewing them, getting the episodes up for people to listen to. I enjoy doing my solo Q&A episodes. The whole thing is really fun to me. And so it's something I look forward to doing. So in order for you to build credibility online and with your audience, you wanna be sharing your expert content. And that means finding a place to do it in a place that you enjoy. In Speaking School, we talk about what kind of content to post and how to determine what you want to say in that content. And there's such a huge variety of types of posts and advice that really helps people and interviews and things that you can do so that you can start positioning yourself as a person who has credibility and a reputation in your field. All right, let's jump to the second thing, how to pitch yourself as the perfect person for a gig. The biggest mistake people make when they're pitching themselves is they make a generic pitch. What do I mean by that? It's almost like writing a generic cover letter. For a job you want. And I used to be a recruiter, I used to be a career coach. I read a lot of cover letters and a lot of resumes, and I was always so disappointed by people who didn't put in the effort to tailor their message to the person they were writing to. It like automatically disqualified them for the job because I thought if you can't even take five minutes to say something that speaks exactly to the job you're applying for, why should I give you the time to review your resume? You've been lazy and you've been sloppy and you've just mailed it in. And that's just not, it it doesn't really accomplish the goal, the way that being really specific and addressing the person you're writing to and giving details about why you're interested in, in working with them does. So the way to pitch yourself for a gig so that you get noticed is to address the person you're writing to. Make comments about the gig that you're applying for. Try to really write about things you know they need. A couple years ago, I was interested in giving speeches to entrepreneurs, and I wanted to speak at coworking spaces because lots of entrepreneurs are there. And what I found was a lot of coworking spaces were looking for mentors. help mentor their startups. They were looking for speakers and they were looking for people to donate to their program. And when I emailed them to pitch myself to speak, I said, I'd also love to talk to you about mentorship opportunities and learn more about what type of donors you're looking for. I have a large network and may be able to connect you to someone. And them emailing me back was a total no brainer because I was helping them accomplish three of their goals in one email. And they responded and said, yeah, let's get together. I'd love to learn more about you. And I said, by the way, I have been in an accelerator program before, and I know a lot of entrepreneurs have a hard time pitching themselves, so I'd love to talk to you about how to build their public speaking skills so that they're more confident and have a greater chance of getting investor money. And when I met with them, they want they booked a gig. We booked a, a speaking workshop. I did a little bit of mentoring for them to to build the relationship and also show up in the community. and builds my network and I was able to introduce them to a couple people who were interested in helping to you know fund groups like theirs. And then they even introduced me to two other companies that were interested in having a speaker come in on my subject. So I got more speaking gigs out of it from that one. And in speaking school I teach you how to get into the specifics of putting together a really useful pitch. We get into more of the details about who to pitch and how to send your pitch and it's just it's such an art and it's something that if done well can secure so many more gigs for you but so many people miss the opportunity to make it special and make it impo- me- make it meaningful because they're trying to be efficient and that's just not the way to go. The last tip I want to share with you in this video is why you don't want to be everywhere and how to share your expertise with the right people. Like I said in our first video, trying to be everywhere spreads you out and it doesn't help you to build traction in the places you want to be. And it also is exhausting, right? It's just it doesn't help you get traction. So instead, I want you to find out where your audience hangs out, not only in real life, but also online. Like which Facebook groups do they belong to and which LinkedIn groups? and. What kind of networking groups do they belong to? And what kind of conferences do they attend? And start making a list of all those places because those are the places you want to hang out to start building connections and be seen as an expert. So you can share your expert content in those groups and start to build a reputation for yourself. So you could take your podcast episode you recorded and then go post it in a Facebook group you belong to and say, hey, I've heard people talking about this subject in this group before, thought this might be valuable. Now people are going, oh wow, who's this person? I want to pay attention to them. Okay, here's what not to do. We don't want to send out blanket pitches, right? Less is more. It's all about quality over quantity, and being really thoughtful about what you include in those pitches, and letting them know that what you're writing is specifically for them, and why it matters to you, and try to create value through your words. I teach more of this in the course, but for now, that's the point you need to remember. There you have it, part two of the three-part mini-course. Uh, Part three is coming at you in two days, and the reason I broke these up like this is so that it would give you time to digest what you heard and start thinking about each piece before you jump into the next step, because there is kind of a lot here, so I want to make sure that I'm setting you up for success. In uh, the third part, you're going to hear how to price yourself so you don't under or overcharge and lose out on the gig. Um, This only took me like five years to figure out, so... (laughs) Hopefully, hopefully what I share in this, this uh, next part of the course will be a huge time saver and make you some money. The second thing I'm going to talk about is the most popular questions I'm asked about professional speaking. And then I'll talk about what to expect from speaking school for women. So lots more coming at you. Hope you're loving the mini course. And uh, I will see you or actually I'll talk to you in two days. So without further ado... I wish that we were on, I was on stage right now so I could ask you and you'd be like, stop waiting, start creating. And I'd be like, yes. See you next time.